1: Morning. Happy Monday to you. Hope that your day is starting off right and your week. If you're just rolling out of bed and you haven't had a chance yet to check WBSM.com and the WBSM app, and you live in the Dartmouth area, and when you get ready to ride into work or to school or wherever you may be heading off this morning, if you use the Duncan. If the Duncan at 832 State Road in North Dartmouth, if that is the Duncan that you normally go to, well, I got some bad news. Actually, Barry Richard has some bad news for you. It's uh it's up at WBSM.com and on the app. But that Duncan closed last night at 6 p.m. for a remodel. It will reopen in a few weeks. But for right now, it is closed this is the one that's at the corner of Route 6 and Reed Road. So if that's the Duncan that you normally hit in the morning, make alternate plans, at least for a few weeks, as it is, uh, it is being remodeled. And if you've noticed, some of the Duncans around here have started off with that new concept where they have the glass case with all the donuts in it, and you can see all of the different baked goods that they have. They have the uh, coffee on tap, all of those things. They're, they're slowly remodeling all the Dunkins that are around to have all of that. And that's what they're doing with the new ones as well. I don't know if it's just me, but when I go into one of those Duncans now and I look in the case, it could just be the time of day that I'm going to. If I'm stopping in to get my butter pecan iced coffee and I look in that case, I don't see a lot of stuff anymore. I don't, I don't see a lot of product in those glass cases, but it could just be, again, the time of day that I'm going. I remember back in the days of when they baked all that stuff in the different stores. Now it comes out of a centralized kitchen and gets delivered. I used to have a friend that worked overnights at the East Wareham Duncan, And at the time, I was suffering through some pretty bad insomnia And I couldn't go to sleep until like six in the morning. So, and I had nothing to do overnight. My girlfriend was already in bed. Like she would go to bed like midnight, 1 a.m. because she got up early to go to work, relatively early. And I didn't have to go to work until one in the afternoon. So I would just stay up all night and just hang out in the Dunkin' that my friend worked in. And when the delivery order came in, I would help her out and put it all away. Not eat it, put it away. I would put it on the shelves. And I think part of this new concept, it gets those shelves out of the way. So it gives them more counter space to work because it's becoming less about the donuts and more about, you know, the other things that they offer. The sandwiches, the avocado toast, all the other things that takes a little bit of space to prepare. So it makes sense. So if you, if you use that Dunkin' Donuts, the one at the corner of Route 6 and Reed Road in North Dartmouth, it is gonna be temporarily closed. Find a different Duncan to get your morning going this morning. America may run on Duncan and Dartmouth certainly does with seven different Duncans in the town, but that one will be closed down for a little while. All right, so I hope that you had a good weekend. I um I came in on Saturday because a little scheduling snafu. I I popped in and filled in for Ken Pittman for a couple of hours on Saturday, and we got to talk about the Trump indictment, which was unsealed on Friday. And one of the things that I have noticed and have dealt with over the weekend, because, you know, I didn't, I didn't even put up anything anti-Trump on social media. I didn't. I put up the photo of the documents being stored in the bathroom because I thought that that was funny. I thought that this bathroom, which is bigger than the bathroom I have in my house, is just a spare at Mar-a-Lago that they could just use this to store documents. But I thought it was funny and it was less so funny about Donald Trump storing documents, classified documents, top secret documents in a bathroom as it was there's a giant chandelier in the bathroom. It's so ornate that they have a giant chandelier in the bathroom, but ostentatiousness in a Trump bathroom is, is nothing new. When I was a kid... In the late 80s, we used to go to Atlantic City. And before we kind of settled into staying at Merv Griffin's Resorts Hotel for a couple of trips, we used to stay at the Trump Tower. And it was the first time that I'd ever seen a telephone in a bathroom. Right next to the toilet, there was a telephone and even as a kid, I mean, I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. But even as a kid, I thought, who answers that phone? Like who's in the middle of, of, of sitting down on the toilet? It's one thing if it was, you know, positioned up toward the sink or even close to the shower. But this was positioned right next to the toilet so that you could take a call while you were taking something else. And I, that's all I could think of is who, who answers that call? Like, who decides in that moment, yeah, I don't need the privacy? Do you call up somebody and say, I got to tell you what I just did? But I guess when you, you know, when you're a business person, you got to make business calls even when you're doing your business. So I put the photo up because I thought it was kind of funny. And, of course, that led to a whole bunch of comments People asking, well, why is, why is he being indicted and, not, and not, not Joe Biden? When Joe Biden took documents too, maybe he will be. Maybe they just haven't gotten to that point in the investigation into his documents case yet, which is also under review by special counsel. So maybe he will be. But even if he isn't, you, you don't use that as a legal defense. Well, the other guy did it, too, and he's getting away with it. As I said on Saturday, can I go out and kill a whole bunch of people? And then when I go to court for it, uses my defense. Well, but the New Bedford Highway killer killed 11 people, and, and that person hasn't been punished for it. So, therefore, I should get away with it, too. And the big difference is Joe Biden and Mike Pence... And others who were caught with the documents that they shouldn't have had gave them back. Donald Trump tried to play a shell game with them to keep not only the investigators from coming back and finding them, but to also keep his own lawyer from finding them. And which is why I will again encourage everybody to read the indictment. Ahead of tomorrow's Donald Trump appearance in court. Read the indictment. See exactly what he is charged with. Now, of course, it's up to the prosecutors to prove that. But just read it and then see how you feel about it. And speaking of prosecutors, I finally got around after everybody told me for weeks to check this show out. I finally got around to watching the show Jury Duty. Which if you haven't seen, it's on Amazon but you don't have to have an Amazon Prime account to watch it, I guess. It was created and produced for the Freevee app. Which means if you do have Amazon Prime, you'll find it. But if you don't have Amazon Prime, you can just go to the Freevee app and watch it and it's free. I think on the Freevee app you have commercials. On Amazon Prime you don't. But it's a very interesting show. As someone who has been on a jury... It felt very similar to my experience in a lot of ways where you're, first of all, you're you're trying not to get seated on the jury and you do anyway. And then you have to kind of bond with these folks a little bit. At the same time, you know, you're trying to also in the back of your mind not want to have to be there forever. You want to do the job right but you also want to do the job as quickly as possible. And you get a lot of that sense. So it's a, it's a documentary about someone going and serving on a jury in a civil case. The only thing is the case isn't real and everybody, but one guy is an actor and he has no idea. And as you're watching the course of the series, you're like, how are they pulling this off? How are they doing this? And then, they show you a little bit in the last episode how they did it. It's definitely, and I'm not spoiling it. That's not a spoiler. They tell you right from the beginning that it's all fake. But if you haven't had a chance to check that out, give it a watch. It's on freebie. I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was as great as everybody was, was claiming that it was. Like people were like, oh, this is going to be the new Tiger King obsession for America. No, no. And I think because everybody involved in this is so nice. The guy who was picked to be the person that was being duped is like the nicest guy in the world. And everybody on the show was so supportive of him that there's no way it could be. T- See, we like Tiger King because we liked the fact that these were horrible people. We like Tiger King because we could make memes of them and not feel bad about it. And I remember watching Tiger King for the first time because, you know, it was the the pandemic. Everybody was home. Not much going on. So let me see what this show is that everybody's talking about. And then I think I burned through it in two days. But as you're watching it, you say to yourself, this is the most WTF show I've ever watched. But then in the years since then, we've had many other WTF shows. I watched the... Docu-series I think it's like six episodes Last week uh, It's called The Curious Case of Natasha Grace No, Natalia Grace The Curious Case of Natalia Grace It's on Discovery ID And also on um, Max And that was very much A a WTF kind of show Kids that are listening WTF stands for Where's the Fun? No, these shows are all very fun. 508-996-0500. That is the number to call in and take part in the discussion. You can also send app chat messages via the WBSM app. You can also send open line voicemails via the WBSM app. If you want to text us, use the app chat. If you want to send us a recorded voice message that we can play on the air, use the open line option. Also on the app and at the WBSM.com website, you will see the places to enter in to win a pair of tickets to see Ed Sheeran. We have pairs of tickets all this week to give away to the June 30th show at Foxborough Gillette Stadium. So if you want to go see one of the hottest shows of the summer, Ed Sheeran, all you have to do is go to WBSM.com with the app and enter in your information. You only have to enter it once. Once you enter it once, it's in there for the whole week for the drawing. It doesn't give you any more chances of winning by having more than one entry. It kind of negates out anybody that enters in after they already have. So put in all your information, and then we will draw a winner later on today, and we'll draw a winner each day this week. And you'll get a chance to go see, again, one of the hottest shows of the summer, Ed Sheeran. I put it up on facebook on the wbsm facebook page and within five minutes of putting it up there we had dozens of entries these are hot tickets everybody wants to win them and you might be the lucky one we'll announce today's winner a little bit later on in the program also later on in the program we'll be joined by Jack Spillane of new bedford light we'll be turning on the light it's been a few weeks since we've done that so he'll be Catching up with us on some things and talking about his latest column, which looks at how the Massachusetts School Building Authority is building plenty of new schools, just not in the places where they're most needed, like New Bedford. That New Bedford has 100-plus-year-old schools that need attention, while the suburbs are getting schools replaced that were only built in the 1970s. So Jack gets into in his latest column why some of that is, and he'll talk more with us about it and some other things as well coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. So until then, it's all about you, 508-996-0500. We'll take a break and be back in a few moments. Welcome back in, 508-996-0500. In just a moment, we'll be going into the newsroom. Uh, But before that, listen, if you're out and about today, whether it be maybe maybe you're heading to the beach, maybe you figure the weekend's over, it's going to be nice and warm today, you're going to take the advantage of uh, going over to the beach when nobody else is there, or maybe you're stuck working and you're looking for something good for lunch today, well, let me recommend Alianza Restaurant because... They have a great deal all this month. Monday through Friday, from 11 a.m to 4 pm, you can order their sandwich lunch special. It is just six bucks. So for just six bucks, you can choose from a casola sandwich, a bufana sandwich, a linguisa sandwich, a chicken sandwich, or a fish sandwich, all including fries. So whichever one you choose it includes fries. You get a sandwich and fries for just six bucks. How great of a deal is that? They're all packaged up or ready to go. You take it right with you down to the beach, take it right with you back to work, or eat it in the car before you go back into work, whatever it is that you do. Maybe you find a nice spot to nice park bench to sit on and have your lunch. It doesn't matter where you bring it, you're only going to pay six bucks for a sandwich and fries at Alianza Restaurant. Again, caserla, bufana, linguisa, chicken or fish with fries. Just 6 bucks from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at Alianza. If you want to find out more about it or some of the other great meals that they have there, you can see the whole menu and everything else at their website, alianzarestaurant.com. And I guarantee you, you will find something that you love there. All right, well, we are going to be going into the newsroom in just a moment with Kate Robinson little bit of a, an announcement coming up later on with Kate as well. You're going to want to stay tuned after the 7 a.m. news because Kate's got a little something she wants to share with all of you. And, and, of course, she will always share with you all of the news of the day. And, of course, when we come back on the other side of it, we can interact with it. That's the great thing about being here on talk radio is that we can bring you the news, but we can also bring you instant reaction and analysis to it. So you hear it. You have a feeling about it. Nobody wants to hear you. <laughs> You're trying to talk to everybody in the house about it. They're like, we're trying to get ready for work. We're trying to get ready for school. You're like, I'm trying to share what I think about this. Well, we want to hear it always at 508-996-0500. But if, uh, if Kate's ready now, we'll go into the WBSM newsroom with Kate Robinson.
0: Former Italian Prime Minister Silvio Berlusconi has passed away at the age of 86. The billionaire media mogul was Italy's longest-serving premier despite scandals over alleged sex parties with underage prostitutes and allegations of corruption and bribery. His media-set television network announced his death Monday. To his admirers, the three-time premier was a capable and charismatic statesman who elevated Italy on the world stage. To critics, he was a populist who threatened to undermine democracy by wielding political power as a tool to enrich himself and his businesses. The four children who survived 40 days in the Amazon jungle after their plane crashed have shared limited but harrowing details of their ordeal with their family, including that their mother survived the crash for days before she died. The kids, now aged 13, 9, 5 and 1, are expected to remain for at least two weeks in a hospital receiving treatment after their rescue Friday, but relatives say some are already speaking and playing. The father of the two youngest children said Sunday that the oldest of the four siblings had described to him how their mother was alive for about four days after their crash. An American citizen being detained in Russia has been identified as Michael Travis Leek, Trey Thomas reports.
1: U.S. Embassy officials confirmed his identity and attended his arraignment on Saturday. Russian courts say Leek was arrested on drug charges. According to a Russian TV outlet, Leek is maintaining his innocence, saying he doesn't know what he's been accused of. I'm Trey Thomas.
0: Over 40 million Americans are on alert for severe weather this week. Citizens from Denver down to Dallas and as far east as Charlotte may experience hail, winds up to 70 miles an hour, and possible tornadoes. Some parts of the country, including Alabama and Georgia, are already getting pummeled by a line of intense storms that's pushing southeast. At least three people are dead after a shooting at a home in Maryland, and police are investigating.
1: When they arrived, they found six individuals had sustained gunshot wounds, three are deceased.
0: It happened Sunday in the capital city of Annapolis. A person of interest was taken into custody, but a firm motive is unknown. Authorities are calling it a, quote, interpersonal dispute, adding that there's no public safety threat to the community. A portion of Interstate 95 in Philadelphia will remain closed after a tanker truck fire caused a collapse Sunday morning. Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro provided more details.
1: At least one vehicle is still trapped underneath. Preliminary reports indicate that a commercial truck carrying a petroleum-based product was the source of the fire.
0: Crews have since put out the flames, which started under the overpass, but quickly spread to the lanes above. There are no reports of any injuries. Shapiro says he plans to issue a disaster declaration Monday to receive federal funds to begin repairing the highway. Meantime, the White House says President Biden has been briefed on the collapse. And the man accused of killing a homeless man with a chokehold in a New York City subway has released a video statement through his attorneys. Daniel Penny and his team released a series of videos Sunday evening, where Penny recounts his thoughts leading up to the encounter that resulted in Jordan Neely's death on May 1st. Penny says he was not trying to kill Neely, but just to restrain him until police arrived. He also disputed the length of time Neely was placed in the chokehold. In sports, the Red Sox took two out of three games from the Yankees in the Bronx this weekend, winning yesterday's game 3-2. to two. Tonight, Boston takes on the Colorado Rockies at Fenway Park. Now for a look at your local forecast from ABC 6.
1: We are warming up today. We're going to be in the 70s by 11 a.m. Expect us to get up to a high of about 72 degrees today. And we'll have some scattered showers developing in the afternoon and evening hours. Could hear some rumbles of thunder as we head into that evening hours. Rain will be with us in the overnight. We're going to get down to a low of 60 and 4 tomorrow. The rain does move out by mid-morning. And we clear up to see a high of 72. From the ABC 6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's Stock Station 1420. WBSM.
0: Right now it is 63 degrees and mostly cloudy. I'm Kate Robinson for WBSM News. Stay up to date with WBSM, New Bedford's news talk station, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app.
1: back in 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in and there's a lot that we can discuss. I was talking about the Trump indictment to start off the show, but I didn't I didn't give you a bear update. So for the most part we haven't had any bear sightings uh, at least down this area. I think what happened is and this is just based on our bear tracker map At WBSM.com. I think what it is, is that the bear that came down here and was seen in New Bedford, Fall River, uh, a Sonet, uh, where else? A Cushnet, Marion, Wareham. I think that bear eventually worked his way back out to to Lakeville and Berkeley last week, around last Tuesday or so. Worked his way back out there and, and probably returned home somewhere west of here. But we still have the Carver bear, which as Mass Wildlife admitted to us last week that there were two bears and that the one in Carver is believed to be one that they've seen in the Sharon Easton area and that they saw him there at the end of last season and earlier this year and that they think that that bear is making his way down south again, looking for a female. And I think that one kind of crossed down as low as uh, Beach Street and Wareham. I didn't really see anything lower than that and then might have kind of gone back up because he's been all over people's yards in Carver and Plymouth over the last few days. Maybe, maybe it's more than one, but Mass Wildlife hasn't said that yet. They've said that they think that there is just the one Carver bear. And I saw some news footage yesterday. And I, for a moment, I thought for sure it had to have been from here. But there was a, a story out of Florida and some video out of Florida. I guess uh, Destin Beach. There was a black bear down there. There's people on the beach. People swimming in the water and all of a sudden this, this black bear just comes running up the beach, comes running out of the water and goes up the beach. This bear had apparently decided to go for a dip in the ocean. Which is not surprising considering our own bear up here. I will not call him Buster. First of all, I think that's a dumb name. But secondly, I think that that's the bear that's been around the Plymouth area. And I'm not calling the bear Linguisa. It's just the bear. The bear doesn't need a name. We let the police departments decide what we're going to name bears? Come on now. Yes, many of the police departments around here are very creative. But they're not very creative at naming bears. The boo-boo name was kind of funny at first. Got annoying. Got annoying. The buster name is just dumb from the beginning. But anyway, the bear that was down here jumped in Sipacan Harbor in Marion. So not a surprise to us to see a bear want to take a dip in the ocean. But the video is kind of fun. If you see it, uh, just look up, uh, you know, Florida Bear Takes a Swim or Florida Bear Ocean or Destin Beach Bear, and you'll see the video. It's kind of fun to see this thing running up out of the water and running around... (laughs) It couldn't care less that there were people all over the beach and really like some of the people couldn't care that there was a bear there either. Other ones are like, oh, you can tell they're, they're a little bit like, okay, let's give it some space. And I'm sure many of them were running back to the sand to go get their cell phone. But this thing was right there among the people. This was not a situation where the people got too close to the bear. This is where the bear was just like, I want to have some fun at the beach too. No word on what sun, level of sunblock he has to use though. Five oh eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Good morning, Jim. How are you? I, I wish I wish more more um uh, uh hosts on the on on the talk show would uh, tell stories and talk about stuff that you're talking about now. It it makes the day much better. That's all I can say. Well thank you. <laughs> I, set up set up with a great laugh. That's that's good. And uh I'm glad you do talk about stuff like this, besides politics and besides all the bad news in the world as well, and which we do need to hear, unfortunately. But you definitely um, bring it full circle with stories like this. Keep up the good work, man. Thank you so much. You have a good day. Take care. And, and, and that's really what I want to do. Uh, you know, I want to be able to share things that are local. I want to be able to share things that are fun. Uh, I think starting the day off at 6 a.m. is a little bit different than starting off at 9 a.m. But even when I started off at 9 a.m., I tried to mix in some stuff like this. And, you know, on a day like today... And on a day like we're going to have today and tomorrow, where a former president is going to have to go to court on this indictment, you know, it's okay to have a little levity. You're going to hear about that everywhere. And sure, if you want to call in and have your thoughts and feelings heard, we welcome that at 508-996-0500. But if you also want a bit of a respite from that, we can do that as well. And I think that that's where we have a unique ability here with a local radio station that focuses on local topics that we can pivot. We can move around from topic to topic if we need to. And part of that is I have what I call radio ADD. You know, I can't stay right on the same topic the whole time anyway. Um, I'm going to see something shiny in the other direction and that's going to grab my attention and we'll go in that route for a little bit, but you can always call in and bring me back to what we were talking about before. And I think it works out and I think it gives us a nice balance. We also have the ability here to, as we you know, determine what things that we want to talk about, what local topics we want want to discuss. We also have the ability to, you know, have direct change on those things because you can call in with whatever you feel about national issues, but those who make those decisions are not listening to this program. But when it comes to something local, the people that are local are listening. JJ in Fairhaven sent in. I like the musical notes too. The simple bare necessities of life. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sing for you. Um, but that then everybody will turn off their radio. But yeah, the the bare necessities. Getting yourself a nice cool dip in the ocean while you're in Florida is definitely one of those. And I, listen, there's a lot of beaches around here. Maybe as the weather warms up. Some of our bears are going to want to go and take a dip. Just let them do it. Let them do it. If you see a bear, too, going into the water with a shirt on, don't make any comments about it. He's just a little bit self-conscious about his body. It's okay. You know, when he he doesn't realize that once he gets in the water, the shirt is wet and every everybody can see what he was trying to cover up anyway. But if it makes him feel better, let him jump in. With his shirt on. And some bears are going to want to wear water shoes. I don't go swimming in, in the ocean. In a pond. Or I don't go into any of that. Well maybe the ocean. The ocean's a little bit different. Because it's usually smoother. But I definitely don't swim in my pond. Without putting on water shoes. Because there's a lot of stuff at the bottom of that. Once you get a little bit deeper. And I just don't like the feel of it on my feet. The worst thing though. Is walking home. And the the pond was right across the street from my house. But still just walking up in those wet water shoes that are like... (laughs) Secreting like a gallon of water with every step you take. I know I could take them off, but at that point, they're stuck to my foot. And I don't want to get even more sand on my feet. Anyway, 508-996-0500. We'll be back in a few moments.
0: Every time I need to see your face, I just close my eyes And I am taken to a place where you're crystal mind And the gentle feet And they take a chapter in the face of my spine, straight like a chick a cherry cola I don't need to try to explain, I just don't die. And if it happens again, I'ma move so slightly To the arms and the lips and the face of the human kind of all that I need to, I want to Come come stand a little bit closer Breathe in and get a bit higher You'll never know what hit you when I get to you
1: Welcome back in 508-996-0500. If you you haven't heard yet, um, this news came out over the weekend that Ted Kaczynski, the man known as the Unabomber, who spent 17 years sending out bombs that killed three people and injured 23 others, uh, died by suicide. He was found in his cell, unresponsive, at uh, the Federal Medical Center in Butner, North Carolina. Around 12.30 a.m. on Saturday, they tried to perform CPR and and were able to revive him before he was transported to a hospital where he was uh, pronounced dead later on Saturday morning. So uh, this suicide comes after he had been diagnosed with late-stage cancer. Well, he'd been suffering from late-stage cancer. He was diagnosed with it a while ago. But he, yeah, he killed himself, and I'm I'm going to guess because of the cancer, we won't know for sure, but I'm going to guess after, you know, being in jail uh, all those years since May of 1988, I think is when he went into jail, according to the story. Uh, So, you know, spending what, 25 years in jail and he never committed suicide until now, I'm going to assume that the, the cancer played a, a big part in it. But we've, We've also seen a number of high-profile people commit suicide. Of course, Jeffrey Epstein uh, in that same facility, not from suicide, of course, uh, from, from natural causes. Bernie Madoff died in that same facility. So if you hadn't heard about that, I just want to make you aware of it. The Unabomber is a fascinating case because... Think about it like this. Transport Ted Kaczynski. And this was a, a conversation that was happening on online this weekend. If you transport Ted Kaczynski from the era of the Unabomber, which was what, I think 78 to 95? Yeah, 78 to 95. If you transpose him out of that era and into this era... A lot of the things that he wrote about in his manifesto are still things that people are doing today. Now, they're are feeling today. They're not committing bombings over it, but those feelings haven't changed. Back then, we looked at the ramblings of, of the Unabomber in his manifesto and we, we considered him crazy. Now, we look at those feelings and we call those people disillusioned. So I don't know. It's a, it's a fine line, I guess, between the two. But there's, it's always been fascinating reading into the Unabomber, looking at some of the documentaries that have come out. They had, I think it was the year before last, they had a fictional series or a docu-series. Like it, was, it was based on the truth, but it was a highly fictionalized account of how they caught the Unabomber. And it was, it was very well done, but at the same time, it also made it seem like it was far simpler than it really was to, to catch this guy. And that's because he was a genius. And so that made it difficult for them to figure out. And, and they really didn't do a lot of profiling until that case. That case started pushing in a lot of the criminal profiling that they do now. So anyway, it's a very fascinating case. Um, of course, tragic in what he did, but still worth studying and analyzing because that's that's somebody who could have been a brilliant Nobel Prize winner in mathematics, perhaps, or whatever they give away—the Fields Medal, if I remember from uh, *Goodwill Hunting*. But you know, this could have been somebody who could have really changed that whole field of study had these other feelings not crept in and taking control of his life anyway so ted kaczynski uh dead of suicide at the age of 81 i think yes 81 all right let's take our final break of the hour we'll be right back Jim. and welcome back tomorrow uh, welcome back a programming note for tomorrow. Uh, Jack Splane will join us tomorrow at 8 a.m. instead of today at 8 a.m. And we'll talk about his latest column as well as some other things uh, that you can read at newbedfordlight.org. Also, coming up after the 7 a.m. news, stay tuned because Kate Robinson has something she wants to share with all of you that I think that you'll find very interesting. Also, later on this week, we've got some special guests who are going to be joining us. We're going to be talking on Wednesday about the Buzzards Bay Swim and how you can get involved in that. And on Thursday, we're going to be joined by Carla Cook. She is the youngest daughter of the legendary Sam Cook, and she's going to be performing a show on the Cape coming up next month where she will be performing the songs of her father but she will join us to talk about his legendary career her career and so much more